Hey podcasters, welcome back to Podcasting is Punk Rock. My name is Josh. If you haven't heard the show before, everything's over at podcastingispunkrock.com, which is part of the deadsetpodcasting.com operation that I have going here. I'm finally back in the studio. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit better than I was last time I <laughs> recorded an episode. So if you managed to sit through my absolutely trashed voice in the most recent episode, thank you so much. Hopefully today will sound a little bit better, if not less illness-ridden, righto? So on with today's topic. Four marketing ideas that didn't work for me, but might work for you. So I'm endeavouring to keep these episodes shorter and more to the point, a little bit snappier and punchier, just like a punk rock song. So number one, offering to local and regional press outlets to be their boots on the ground at events, conventions and expos that maybe are happening locally, regionally or even nationally that they don't have a physical presence at or they're most likely not to. So an example might be Melbourne Comic Con and you know that movies are such a big part of pop culture now, particularly the release of something maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy 3 recently or Black Adam last year or any of the big comic book movies, there's going to be a certain connection to something like Comic-Con that may not have existed, say, 10 or 15 years ago in Australia. There's a chance that your local media outlet, at the very least, could be advertising for your local cinema that that movie's on and then you can offer to give your local newspaper or radio station some boots-on-the-ground coverage from an event which is in the same universe, the universe of fandom. So this is actually one that I came up with four or five years ago on a podcaster's roundtable live stream, I think it was, and I never actually did anything with it because I didn't have the guts. I regret not doing it because I still think it's probably the best idea I've ever come up with that I've never used. So please give it a go, and I'd love to know if it works for you. So number two, buying a booth at a convention or some kind of expo. So conventions are normally more public, fandom-focused events, and expos tend to be a little bit more industry-focused. So I tried this at a local comic book fair when I was doing the pop culture show, which is called On the Bubble Podcast, if you want to go listen to that. Still very proud of that show, to be honest. It's where I learned most of the production skills that I now have. So I'll put a link for that in the show notes where you're listening today to some of the best on the Bubble Podcast episodes. So I did try it and I got some listeners. And what I was doing was I was signing people up right there on the floor. I had my iMac there. I was showing artwork of the podcast I was doing. Most of the people there recognized that on the Bubble Podcast was TV related. It was the most in the universe of a comic convention and they were asking what is that which is what I was hoping would happen because at the time I was much less confident with people that I didn't know between doing comedy and having a face-to-face sales job now I'm a lot more comfortable talking to people I've never met but back in 2017-2018 I was still very very shy and maybe wasn't 100% confident in the product either looking back but that's another discussion for another day. So I was helping people find the show if they were already podcast aware. That was easy. If they weren't, I was directing them to the apps that I thought were the best at the time. 
particularly on Apple, it was easy, the Apple Podcast app. This was 2017, so I think on Android, I was probably helping them download an app. And at the time, SoundCloud probably had a bigger presence as a player. I know SoundCloud's a dirty word in the podcast space, but in terms of being a listener to something, being into music and fandom and comic book culture, etc., SoundCloud definitely played a part. It kind of filled the same type of use case for someone that may just listen to audio on YouTube now. So that's what I was doing. I was actually helping people find the show and I had a little listening station there so they could sample on the Bubble podcast, but also my other shows as well. So number three, take pictures of handwritten notes, newspaper clippings, printouts of photos, and visually represent your research for the episode that's coming out. So before the release. So I used to do this for a show called DIY Music Movement, which was my very first ever podcast. I would take pictures of the A3 mind maps that I was hand writing atrociously. If you've ever seen my writing, I'll post some kind of link in the show notes today to where you can see just how bad these things looked. I have the worst handwriting ever. It's been described as aggressive and angry. So if I'm writing on one page, normally I'm sacrificing three to four other pages. It's like I'm digging a trench. So they weren't graphically brilliant by any means, but between that, I had arrows and bubbles and ideas going off to the side, maybe talk about this or maybe go this way. So that was kind of letting people into where my brain was at about what I was going to talk about. And then they could, if they wanted to, compare, well, that's what he was going for where did he actually go? And I did have some feedback at the time, this was 2012, 2013, that people liked both having an idea what was coming out, but also seeing where else I went and where I didn't go. So if you're really good at taking photos and you're really good at making like collages, and if you have nice handwriting, it probably also helps. I think this is a cool idea for building anticipation and interest around how your brain works in relation to your show, which I think over time your audience is interested in knowing. How did you get there? What was the journey to choosing those questions, those topics, and that presentation style for that topic? I believe all that's interesting to a super engaged listener because that's how I feel about the shows I like the most. So number four, I was offering to regional and community radio stations to chop out small parts of interviews I was doing for their use on their radio programs if they wanted to just basically credit me. So if it was a musician or an artist or a creative or an author, I was cutting out small chunks in preparation to send to different outlets that may cover a certain genre or certain topic, certain music style, certain type of author, whatever. And I had those in separate folders ready to send out. It didn't have the uptake that I thought perhaps it could have had, And I think in 2023, I think now that people are looking all over the internet for AI and all these places to collect and create content for them, and it's becoming maybe more accepted, whether I like the idea of that particular on the AI side or not, I think that content creators are more open to collaboration now than maybe what they were back then across radio, podcasting, all forms of audio. But they're also creating more and more volume. The demands on how much content you create are ever increasing. So small chunks of high quality interviewing, if you were to cut those up and say, hey, you always talk to sci-fi authors. Here's a great bit of a conversation I had with this sci-fi author. 
Your radio show is about 90s grunge and alternative bands. Here's a conversation I had with the world's biggest garbage fan. That's yours. Do with it what you like. Just credit me if you do use it. So I think that was maybe a timing problem more than an issue with the actual concept. And I think it's hopefully something that you guys can go out and try. And if you have any luck, let me know once again. So podcasting is punkrock.com. That will take you back to Deadset Podcasting and you can play other episodes. You can send me an email there if you'd like to. You can click on the donation link if you think maybe this is worth a few freckles. And for the socials, if you want to send me a DM or just check out anything else we're doing on there, at Deadset Pod in all the places. My name's Josh. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.